Take a Ride Podcast. I'm your host here, Starks. You can find me on my Twitter handle at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Instagram, One Closing Hero. I'm not here alone this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. I have the, the two man here, Jacob the White Knight. How you doing today, brother? <laughs> I'm doing really well, my man. And you? Yeah, I'm doing good, brother. So in this uh, part of the episode here, we're just going to go through some good recent news and at the same time, we'll kind of highlight on Thursday's uh, light game section. Uh, so with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. Yes, sir. So we have some news coming up that we wanted to share share with you guys. Um, first of all, and I'm sure you all heard this, but Aiton was suspended for 25 games. Uh, this is obviously a huge blow for everyone who took him either in the second or third round. All you, all of, all of us dynasty heads um you know like this is this is a huge bummer so i wanted to see what you thought about that starks yeah this is an unfortunate situation this actually came right when we kind of started recording so we wanted to make sure that was getting out on this episode because we're trying to release this early while uh games are going on so for him to be suspended 25 games i believe he's going to appeal and and hopefully th there's a possibility that he can get this uh, reduced or rescind for this penalty in particular. Um, you know, th this is an unfortunate situation for those that uh, in dynasty formats uh, that I, you know, try to specialize in as, as Jacob was a specializer in points leagues, then LT, we kind of hybrid with redraft in that as well. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I know for some individuals that are in redraft leagues, I know that's one of the most common and popular formats to do. To be a player that was going uh, top 30 or 25 or better mm -hmm. in many formats, this is an unfortunate situation that is taking hold. Uh, that's a lot of games. And to be honest with you, I hope things are rescinded and reduced mm -hmm. for him on this situation on behalf. And then I guess we can kind of pivot on who could be the player that you want to look on to the Phoenix side of things and mm -hmm. who might pick up the slack. Honestly, it can be collectively across the board with that team in particular. But one name that kind of sticks out is Czech Diallo. Mm -hmm. if, he, if he gets the time. And then Aaron Baines, I believe, is going to get minutes. And then I guess you can also talk about Frank Kaminsky. This yeah. is one of those situations that it's... I'm not I'm not in a hurry to pick up somebody, but you know, this is where we're at, Jacob. Exactly, man. I was just going to ask you who you think's going to going to uh pick up the slack, but it's anyone's guess. So I mean, you know, it's just gonna be something to monitor and see what they do next game with those minutes for sure. Um moving on, we got another unfortunate blow. Uh Marvin Bagley is out four to six weeks with um, what does he have Starks does he have like something with his thumb yeah fractured his right thumb it, it looks like there man yeah so I mean thankfully it was nothing like a lower body injury so whenever whenever that thumb does heal up he should be back and ready to ready to uh, ready to dominate what do you think Starks yeah, this is an unfortunate situation, um, to be honest with you. And I know that you are a, a big uh, Bagley backer, and yeah. I am too. And I know you put that <laughs> the uh, prediction on Triple yeah. J. I, I, you probably wanted me to hide from saying that, but you know, I was going to call you, <laughs> I was gonna call you <laughs> out on it. Uh, but this is a situation that does suck. It's unfortunate. Now, I guess the... Man, this is this is sad real quick. Just going on an ISO rant. This is already mm -hmm. sad to see 
players that are taking time off, and I'm sure that we're going to come across here shortly. Uh, but as far as who picks up slack here uh, for Bagley, because he kind of plays the four mm-hmm. and five some from time to time, it looks like Harrison Barnes would get more of the slack there as well as Rashawn Holmes. And I guess even bringing it back, Trevor Ariza, you know, so that's mm. one of those things that it's unfortunate. Hopefully you have an IR spot in your league. I really recommend to any though, any GM or anybody that's in a fantasy format to make sure you have an IL or IR spot. Honestly, I'd love to have two in, in a league to be honest with you, but you know, for him to be out this long, this, this is sad. And I know for yeah. some people, they might be willing to cut bait, but I'm going to be honest with you. If you're in a redraft league and you don't have an IR spot, please try to find a way to keep him on your, your team and try to if, squeeze out wins if it has to be someone streaming. But as time progresses on, you know, if you're in a bad state, I'm not saying to be pre- prematurely and drop him now, but mm. if your team starts sinking and falling in quicksand, then that might change for your team where you might have to pitch him. But as of right now, you do the best you can to hold him. Let me steal the ball from there, Starks. What do you think about uh, for the deep dynasty um, or any dynasty league? What do you think about picking up Harry Giles? Harry Giles is a guy that I wanted to believe to be good, and he still has the opportunity to, to do some type of um, some. Bu- I wouldn't say bullying, but yeah, I guess some bullying because it's mm-hmm. like he was a good guy uh, a few years ago when he came out of college. That well, he didn't get the time. He was always injury uh, injury prone player. He was mm-hmm. always a, a projection of player that could po- potentially be a good player in the NBA. And then he showed some flash a couple years ago in the summer league. For some reason, it just hasn't translated into the NBA. Now, I'm glad that you brought it up in, in a dynasty format. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that he gets the minutes. I'd rather for him to get minutes over there versus some of the other players, especially like Trevor Ariza. I mean, Trevor Ariza is a, is a very valuable player. But, I mean, Kings is, is really the, the youth movement there. Other than, for some reason, Deadman seems old, but he's like 28. So, um, But Giles, I, I hope that he gets some run, but he might not even get rotation minutes, um, to be honest. But I really hope that's not true. Right, right. So so I heard you mention Holmes, Barnes, and Ariza. Um, I also think that Bajelica stands to yeah. prob- probably get some more minutes because he was, he was already in the, uh, in the rotation. So I think he can definitely do something as well. And yeah, uh, you brought up the, uh, yeah, I, as you guys, as you guys probably know, I brought up the prediction that Marvin Bagley is <laughs> going to outscore Jaron Jackson Jr. in a points league. That obviously won't happen now, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to do like, okay, so in this amount of games, Marvin Bagley scored this, and this amount of games, Jaron Jackson scored this, and hopefully oh, I can. Man, nah, I'm just kidding. I'll be right. Hey, man, that's all right. That's why you have the permanent marker by you, man. I'm sure oh, you marked man. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to erase that as best as I can. No, no. I'll take the L on that, unfortunately. But let me, but let me steal the ball from you real quick because you made a all good right. point on, on Nemanja Bielitsa. Uh, mm. And it's funny because like, it's hooked on phonics on a, a lot of names for me, but for some reason I just know that is the cor- or correct pronunciation oh, of wow. his name. which is then. No, you're good, though, but it's funny. I don't know how I know that name by heart, uh, but that is a good point that he's going to probably get some time there. He did have 20 mm-hmm. minutes last game, and for right. some reason, again, you know, just like ha- as I was mentioning, um, you know, f- as far as Harry Giles go, he didn't get any time, and, and that's unfortunate. Hopefully uh-huh. he gets some minutes. They have 
Caleb Swanigan, which I forgot, which is weird too. So he might oh, even yeah. get a couple. He, he might even get a couple minutes. But I'll pass you back the ball. Oh, I was gonna say I forgot about Caleb Swanigan. The last time I heard of him, he he was uh, in the NCAA. Uh, <laughs> March Madness, you know, and then he got drafted by the Blazers and everyone forgot about him. Yeah, sad, man. Wow. Yeah. All right. So uh, moving on, we got um, Buddy Heald. Uh, he is day to day with an ankle. So um, I think it's just sore, which I, I'm sure he can play through. But um, I don't know if it's more serious or uh, what do you think, Starks? Yeah, I don't think it's serious. He did practice today, uh, Thursday, that we're recording this, and he was still shooting the ball. So that's a sign of good wonders and, and good news in particular. So he, it looks like his foot got stepped on by, by DeAndre Ayton uh, in, in that aspect. So that, you know, obviously that is an owie and, you know, nothing to uh, fi- I can only imagine what the, the next day felt for him. So I'm just going to consider him probably questionable uh, mm-hmm. for the next game coming up. Uh, which is actually tomorrow. It looks like it's a, a home, op- well, I wouldn't say home opener, but it's it's a home game versus the Blazers. So mm. hopefully Buddy Hield uh, does come out to play because Buddy Hield was on a burner yesterday at 28 points, five rebounds and two assists. And he did hit six three-pointers. I guess, you know, but the knock the knock on him was for last year was the steal rate, and he didn't get any steals. So hopefully, Buddy, you work on the steal rate so you could be the top 30-plus better player this year. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I just saw a quote from him saying my ankle is sore, but, but I'm, but I'm going to play my ankle. Mm. Um, but I'm going to hoop, man. It's what I do. So nice. That's good to hear. (laughs) That's good to hear for all you heel donors for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. all right, moving on, we're going to talk about Kevon Looney. Uh, he's starting Mm -hmm. tonight. Um, I know he's been dealing with the right hamstring strain he's been out for all the preseason so it's a little bit it's a little bit risky you know like he's definitely up for a re re aggravation so i don't see the warriors playing him a, a ton tonight but uh what are your thoughts on it starks i love hearing this because i know that you were cutting coupons as the league started or at least the draft started cut formulating this year especially mm-hmm. for those that do in redraft leagues in a dynasty format you had to pay a, almost a close premium on him because of the hype and echo train that was coming his way uh if, of uh steve kerr giving and gushing over him getting p- potentially 30 minutes a game and i still believe steve mm-hmm. kerr has that in the back of his mind but it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case yet because uh, you got Mar- Marquise Chris and then obviously uh, what, not Wendell Carr Jr., but uh, Willie Cauley-Stein there. Uh, so they're going to play musical chairs a little bit there, but I think Kevon mm-hmm. Looney to get that opportunity already to start is beautiful to hear. And I- I'm happy to say that I think at some point of this season, I'm not going to say right now, but I think he could be a top 90, 80-ish player or better mm. if he does if steve kerr does give him the the minutes and, and i hope that is the case because he's a, a different type of big man that gets you steals and good percentages he might not give you a lot of slaps it's like what me lewis yeah. and um uh lewis and the lt like to say and I'm, I'm sure jacob will be accustomed to the slaps which is blocks also um so <laughs> yeah. he he doesn't do that too much but he can you know he can still do that from time to time is weird right. but you know that is uh where we're at and Hopefully, um, you know, him starting is, is good. It's good things to come for him in Golden State. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, yeah, I was actually holding out hope that he would actually do a few slaps himself, you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I think uh, last year um, he averaged just under one. You know, and if he's getting the and if he's getting those minutes, I mean, I think he played like 18 minutes a game last year. So if he mm-hmm. averages, if he averages like you said, 30, um, which I don't see it in the beginning with his injury, but as the year progresses, you can definitely mm-hmm. buy. You know, you can definitely buy low on him maybe if he starts if he starts slow with his injury, um, because he he can definitely average between one or two if he's getting all those minutes. So yeah, um, he's definitely someone to keep an eye on and to try to buy low, right Starks? Oh, absolutely. He's definitely worth to buy low on it, especially, you know, you, you highlighted perfectly, man. He's not going to get the 30 minutes out the gate, but as Mm -hmm. the season, you know, wears on that maybe he could potentially get it. It would still be kind of tough for him to get the 30 minutes, even on the gushing, uh, notation yeah. of what Steve Kerr said, but if he did, and even if he got 26 minutes, man, I would be loving having, as LT would say, like, smiled from ear to ear, because that would be <laughs> really beautiful to hear, and um, you know, that's where I stand with K- Kevon Ludi, and hopefully good things to come for him, man. The Joker smile, man, that would be yeah. awesome, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ear to ear. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right on. Um, Alright, uh, moving on, we're gonna talk about, um, <laughs> Your boy, definitely not my boy, Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> uh, he's questionable for Friday. Um, so, you know, I, I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of great thoughts about him. So I'm gonna let you, Starks. Uh, I'm gonna let you handle this. Hey man, no problem. You know, you and LT are probably in the same boat. And like, you know, I don't, I have nothing to do with Isaiah Thomas, the pizza guy, or IT. So I'm just gonna throw him out the boat. I get it. That's fine. You guys can do that. But you know what? I'll give him a, a one more shot. You know, because right. he's a he was a shot in the dark in any league mm-hmm. uh, that you drafted, and that was especially in a startup dynasty. That's in a redraft league. I'm sure in a points league, he was going late and probably undrafted in a lot of leagues. And honestly. Yeah. To even hear that he's questionable, I think that's actually pretty good to hear because, again, I could just kind of look at, you know, obviously this is still, we only played, they only played one game this season against Dallas, which they lost. And Mm. one thing, like I said, just looking at these, uh, you know, a few things here, Ishmith, yeah, he did start 24 minutes and then I'm just like looking for the other guards here. And it's like, who else is going to get the playing time there at the guard at the one spot? We know that Bradley Bill is going to facilitate the ball a lot. I mean, he had nine assists mm-hmm. that game in particular. But, you know, they still need a, a real point guard. And I'm not saying Isaiah Thomas is a real point guard. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to insert him at some point in time if he's healthy enough to get the minutes and hopefully he can be okay. Again, I don't expect him to be the Boston Celtics uh, Isaiah Thomas, but I right. expect something from him, hopefully. Yeah, you know, at the very least, the Wizards are going to play him just so that he can be like some trade bait at the deadline, you know, if you show some signs of life. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll steal the ball real quick. I was going to say on top of that, you know, anybody that drafted him, if you did, if he doesn't work out for you, you can pitch him and you can cut him and just move on. Definitely, definitely. I agree. Um, So we're going to move on to... uh, to Kendrick Nunn, uh, he had an mm-hmm. incredible game last night, as we all you know, as we all saw. I mean, he was ten for eighteen, three for three on free throws, three assists, two steals. I mean, he he lit it up. And um, as as I saw, you tweeted um, earlier today, Starks. You said that he's going to keep the starting spot. Is that right? Yeah, it looks like for uh, Spolstra, he he said that he's going to start him even. 
when Jimmy Butler comes back. And listen, I'm going to go on this hard ISO rant, and I'm sure people are tired of hearing this, but <laughs> guess what? That's fine, and I don't care because the thing is, when it comes to dynasty formats especially, I always try – what I love to do is treasure hunt for the, the almost the unknown and see if I can uh, be the scavenger and pick out somebody. And when I first started this podcast, I kept saying uh, Kendrick Nunn. And actually, even before starting this podcast, prior to, I was talking about – Kendrick Nunn, if he had the chance, if he had the opportunity. And then, I, honestly, let me just kind of go over this question because, you know, a listener had reached out to me and said, uh, you know, Starks, would you rather have Nunn, uh, Devontae Graham, Luke Kennard, or Terrence Ross in a redraft nine cat head-to-head mm. leagues? Now, this – and I answered it, you know, the correct way, but mm. I'm just going to kind of paraphrase what I said. I said, you know, uh, the right safe call would probably be these players in order – which right. was probably Terrence Ross, Luke Kennard, Nunn, and then uh, uh, Graham. But hmm. I said, but at the same time, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm an upside swing type of player or hmm. even coach. I'm cashing all my chips in on Kendrick Nunn, especially with this news coming out. Now, Jimmy Butler has taken back his spot for Tyler Hero. Hmm. So that's what my concern was. I was like, well, maybe it's going to be Nunn being back on the bench. But if Nunn is going to get this starting job, I'm not going to say he's running with it because me and LT were talking about this yesterday too, that uh, they got so many guards there. That is going to be hard because Goran Dragic, he had a good game too yesterday. Tyler Hero had Mm -hmm. a good game. And then even a guy that I always give a hard time is Justice Winslow. I don't know Mm -hmm. what it is about him. I'm not a fan of him in particular when it comes to fantasy, but for some reason he gets the job done. I I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know where. And then (laughs) Deion Waiters, they keep finding ways to say he's not going to be in the games. So this this is weird. I, I would say this. Deion Waiters, it doesn't seem like he's going to be in the rotation anymore. Kendrick Nunn, he obviously exploded you know, mm-hmm. in the preseason. He did well in the summer league. And like I said, even before he was doing well in, in, in the summer league as well, I was already talking about him. And if you remember, um, actually we did uh, a, a deep, a very deep 20-man uh, listener league, right? And he was like the last pick. And that's because right. I believed that he could be a shot in the dark. And he was, I got, I think I drafted him like 322 spot in a dynasty format. So if this somehow basically sticks out, man, I'm, like I said, I, I will be excited. And honestly, in a redraft and points league, I'm going to be honest with you, almost, in a shallow league, it's surprising that he needs to be owned across mm-hmm. the board in all leagues. And, that's hard for me to say that, but that's where we're at. Now, I'm not going to say that this is going to last all season, um, but you got to take this shot because if you're doing this well, you know, and, and carrying over, if let's put it this way. If he does this well with Jimmy Butler, oh, my goodness. I, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just going to I'm going to feel so good, just like everybody <laughs> that's picked him up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, in, in a dream scenario, they're going to take – Myers Leonard out of the starting lineup, stop playing him. I don't know why he's still playing. I'm sorry to be a little <laughs> crass there. Uh, but I think they should move Winslow to power forward. Um, so have have a lineup of Butler, Nunn, Hero, Adebayo, and Winslow. I think that would be a, sol- a solid lineup with Olenek and Dragic um, coming off the bench. You know, I think that would... I think that would be a team to be reckoned with for sure. 
Um, Let me steal the ball and pass it yeah. back to you. What, what's your thoughts on Kendrick Nunn? I, I never really asked you. What's your thoughts in particular about him, man? This is a weird yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, I actually want to give you – I want to give you your props on that because you called it before the season that he had a shot and why not give him a chance in all dynasty leagues. Um, and he definitely paid off. I mean, I, um, I actually grabbed him in one of our dynasty leagues for like three bucks before the season started and it turned out to be a huge get. Um, so yeah, I mean, he looked good and I'm sure, I'm sure he passed the sage eye test, you know, as he would say. (laughs) Um, I had, I had a question for probably like any listeners who do waivers, you know, like maybe like they don't do waivers every day, but they do waivers maybe like on Friday and then on Sunday and then, you know, like on Wednesday, like they, you know, like I know some dynasty leagues that do that. Um, If you had a chance to grab none on, let's say tomorrow, uh, how much would you bid if it was like, you know, like you have a max of $100? How much would you bid on none? Ooh, that's a good question. And how many ads do we have a week? Also, is that like four or five? I'm assuming. I think there's like seven. Okay. Wow. So a hundred, a hundred dollar bad budget or fat Mm -hmm. budget. I'm I'm very all in on this, uh, but okay. I'll say the safe thing would say probably fifteen percent. Oh, that's what um, I was thinking, Starks. Really, about fifteen yeah. percent. Okay, so fifteen percent uh, would be the safer side. I would almost be aggressive and say about twenty ish or twenty five ish, but fifteen percent seems like the right way to go for Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, yeah, I would. That's the, that's the exact amount. I was like. Fifteen dollars, wow. which 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 is a lot, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like considering it's a long season, you know, and like, you know, like there's always a chance that he may not pan out. But, that's true. But you know, he went ten for eighteen. I mean that that's incredible, and he got twenty seven minutes. Um, and I think other people who got a lot of minutes, like uh, Robinson and Silva, and uh, you know, and Jones Jr. I think those are the minutes that are going to cut down once Butler gets back, not Nunn's minutes. That's just my take, though. No, that's that's a nice point. And let me steal the ball on top of that real quick, because mm-hmm. I mentioned this on last episode of LT the Sage. Um, mm-hmm. I was really, because I was, I was following this Kendrick Nunn situation, and it's unfortunate because I didn't start him in, the, in our dynasty league, because mm-hmm. it's like I didn't have enough room. But let me say <laughs> this on top of that. But I'm glad I still have him. That's the beautiful thing about it. He's not dropped. But mm-hmm. um, I'll say this. I was so disappointed that they pulled him after three minutes. He was like two for two, and he was the first person to get benched. I was like, man, what are you guys doing? It's like it's almost yeah. like you guys are trying to prevent him to being successful. I was like, maybe because <laughs> is, is, is it his size, is it the, the defense? But either way, man, I, I don't care. And I'll, I'll say this. I'm happy. And even if this doesn't last um, too long, because there's a good chance that it does. And I, I'll be honest, it may not last. But if it mm-hmm. does, again, I, I'm, I'm going to be excited, and so should the listeners. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you don't want to miss out on it just in case it's a, you know, it's another like Siakam situation where yeah, no one owned him at the beginning of the year, right? And then good point. He, he just went off, and now he's like every, you know, like everyone's cornerstone on their dynasty team. So, you know, you don't want to regret it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we're going to move on to. Uh, <laughs> Another one of my favorites, uh, a little bit bit, um, sarcastic there. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Nicholas Batum. Um, 
he's out for three to four weeks. Um, and I'm going to steal the ball just for a second here. Stuff. Yes. Um, I think this is incredible news for all of the young Hornets, just because oh, yeah. I think, you know, I think Batum was just a roadblock in their, you know, in their, um, in their development. And, uh, and I think you saw, uh, and I'm sure, and I'm sure you're going to touch up on this, but I'm, sh- you know, like we saw, we saw the potential of PJ Washington. He just mm-hmm. went off, you know, and Malik Monk got some run and I'm going to let you take that. But, uh, yeah, so I, I'm excited for, I'm not, I'm not excited that he's hurt, but I'm excited for, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never wish ill on anyone. Yeah. You know, I just want to get that out there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it's going to be good for their, uh, development for sure. Starks, what do you think? You know, it's funny how you, you backtrack because LT the Saints did the same thing yesterday. It's like he laughed. It's like <laughs> we're not laughing at the injury. We're just like, you know, we're, we, don't, we don't wish no ill will on any player to be injured. Right. But it's just kind of funny how we have this, this logic on uh, Batum in particular because, like, mm-hmm. that's LT the Sage is, like, one of his original guys. And, like, how me and Jacob feels about him is like, man, just, <laughs> you know, he's just not the same guy as he once was. But right. um, just look at you mentioned, though, like, PJ Washington, we did cover this yesterday. He had he exploded, you know, mm. last or last or not last year, but uh, yesterday. Mm. And um, you know, other people got run. So Charlotte, a wasteland team, is exciting to see what the youth is going to do. And I'm I got my my eyes peeled up and uh, watching moving forward with them, man. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, funny, funny. Um, I was just off, or I just got a message in a league where I have have uh, where I have. PJ Washington and oh, wow. he was wondering if you know like what what it would take to get him and then I told him honestly I was like you know what I I don't know I mean I'm really hesitant to move him just because you know it just he had such a great game what do you think Starks here I'm gonna steal the ball because I'm, yeah. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you and anybody else a cheat code here Uh-oh. listen <laughs> you're gonna be like hey and this is and look let me just kind of transition kind of like to a license to deal type situation i'm glad you brought that up it's been okay. a while since i unpacked that right so i'll use it for this situation so the guy was just basically asking you so what is it going to take you're mm-hmm. right you're like i don't it's like i don't know because you felt that good power that he gave you for last game i know it feels good right. but at the <laughs> same time here here's what you you know here's a suggestion you know if you're like well what are you willing? What what is it like? If you're asking me, what is uh, what's it going to take? Well, mm-hmm. what are you offering? So that mm-hmm. way, if you ask him that, what are you offering? See what he's offering, and then at that case, it gives it puts the ball back in your hands to kind of get an idea where they're gauging on what they're willing to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, instead of being a person be like, oh, it's going to take this guy, then you can probably rub an owner the wrong way if you aim too high. But right. at least you give an idea what the owner may. Uh, be willing to pay and then that way uh, you can get an idea and then maybe you know start the negotiating there and and some people when it comes to negotiating trades and license to deal I think people are could be too aggressive to to basically run someone away mm-hmm. but in this situation I, I honestly I would try to sell them like hotcakes now that's not to say PJ Washington is not going to be good now let me ask you this real quick did you say that was a dynasty league what type of format was that there Jacob? it was it was a deep dynasty well no no actually i think it was uh i think it was a 16 team dynasty league yeah Oof. yeah well it, it's gonna be kind of hard to let him go but mm-hmm. i would just still ask him you know what are you willing to you know uh consider in a deal because i would be willing to sell him but in a deep yeah. dynasty format like in a 16 man it might a little it might be a little different but if you're willing to pay then 
um, then I, you know, I might be willing to negotiate a good deal with you. Absolutely, brother. Definitely. Um, we're going to move on to, uh, to TJ Warren. Um, he took a spill, uh, in the fourth quarter and he says that he's going to play on Saturday. What do you think? Yeah. And just real quick on this, I was just going to say about TJ Warren. It's good to hear that because it's a guy he's always ailing with injuries. Mm-hmm. And to hear him play, uh, be willing to play this Saturday, that's awesome news. And I hope he does play. Yeah, um, I was going over that. Uh, I was going over that game. And, like, the first thoughts that went on my head, I mean, like, he had 10 points, uh, one rebound, one block on five for 12. And um, he, he took one of the least amount of shots from the starting unit. So I just remember his son's days where they had to rely on him a lot and he got a lot of usage. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, at least for the first game, he didn't get a ton of usage. Now, I don't know if he was bullied by Drummond because Drummond absolutely went off. <laughs> yeah, he um, did. Yeah. So, you know, I definitely wouldn't overreact to that because he did get 34 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's a lot of opportunity. Um, so I would just... I would definitely keep writing it out. I'm sure. I'm sure that better days are ahead of him. Um, I'm going to pass you the ball on that, Starks. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, just short and sweet. Just like you said, it's going to be better days to come. And I think that's just one game, and he'll get more usage. Absolutely. Um, so, moving on to uh, the incredible Pelicans versus Raptors game. Um, mm-hmm. uh, after that huge game by Van Vliet, uh, Nick Nurse says that he's sticking with him. Uh, he's a smart man for doing that because uh, <laughs> why take out the hot hand, you know? Um, right. No, I'm going to pass you the ball on that, Stark. No, you're absolutely right. Why, you know, mess around and, and tinker with the lineup? Because I know that they were talking about playing hot potato with him, Norman Powell, him and, and somebody else, I believe, as well. But uh, you might as well just start with, uh, you know, Van Vliet and hopefully – Toronto, what the beautiful thing is, they were running a tight rotation. And if that's the case, and just like how you had mentioned a couple of episodes ago, I believe there, Jacob, that mm-hmm. uh, that's something that you want in fantasy to, to, uh, for those GM or owners of those players. When you run a tight ship on uh, teams, you're going to get that those minutes, and you want to ha- be owners of those certain players that can produce stats. Uh, for Van Vliet, let me just go ISO real quick on this in, in particular mm-hmm. as well, because uh, I've get I've got a lot of different questions in regards to Van Vliet. Someone had mentioned like, "Hey, would you trade uh, Van Vliet for this type of player?" I, I did write an article mm-hmm. about him, you know, in the first game of the season. That I'm not saying he's not going to be a good player because you know I definitely expect him to be a top 75 ish player or better this season. Uh, he could even be, he could potentially be up top 60 or better if this is a role that he's going to stick into the starting lineup. But it was against the Pelicans, what Jacob said, mm. as far as the team running a high, fast-paced offense, and right. maybe the defense wasn't there. So that could be the potential reason why that he exploded. And I'm not, that's not to say he's not going to be a good player, but I think it's just a slight possible outlier. Uh, so in saying that, if you check out the article on New Life, fantasy.com i did a quick uh article on that in regards to i'd be willing to see if i could dial up a gm and see if i can get a top 40 player or better and someone had mentioned well like starks man you know would uh, if i have a commissioner in the league that would veto that you know would that be cool i mean for me veto shouldn't Uh. be in any league in particular unless Mm -hmm. you know there's collusions being involved but to be honest with you, Van Vliet, he could, you know, he could prove me wrong. He could be a top 40 player, but you know, why not take a chance on more of a, a valuable player that you're pretty sure fire that you're going to get a top 40 uh, player in return. 
I agree a hundred percent. Try, try to sell high and hopefully you can get someone that, you know, like was taken in the third, third mm-hmm. or fourth round when you got Van Vliet probably in the eighth or ninth, you know, that's right. great value. Yeah. And, uh, like you said, I mean, you know, I'm probably going to say this a few times, but stream anyone who's facing the Pelicans. Cause you know, they're, <laughs> they're a high fa- They're, they're a high, a fast paced offense, like you said, but that doesn't mean you're a great team, you mm-hmm. know, that's, uh, like you said. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not going to take any way. I'm not going to take anything from Van Vliet's amazing game, but definitely I agree. You sell high if you can, for sure. Um, so, uh, we wanted to talk about Mitchell Robinson cause I'm sure a lot of the, cause a lot of these, a lot of these listeners were, blindsided on the game on game day uh he he was out and uh and that actually includes me i was bummed um, <laughs> you know i you know i missed out on three to f- three to four blocks um so you know um i saw that fizdale says that there's a possibility that he plays tomorrow uh i'm gonna pass you the ball and that starts yeah there uh, another thing is the report was he could be coming off the bench for with the second unit, <laughs> my goodness, Fizdale will fizz you up, and I, it's it's really it's really irking me, man. Um, and I won't even go on to the DSJ rant either tonight, but I'll <laughs> say this about Mitch Robinson. And the thing is with me about him in particular, he was going high in drafts, and I and I mentioned I was like, man, I'm I'm cautious about this situation because he was going in the back and first round, early second round, I'm just like, oh my goodness, that's I, I can't pay that price. That's too it's too rich for my blood. But mm-hmm. um, this, this is a situation that just hopefully he doesn't come off the second unit. Stop playing around. Just start him, and right. hopefully you know you'll get the stats that you need. Just like you said, we need those block stats. It's a game changer. So you know that's that's where I'm at with that, and, and I hope. Uh, Fizdale, man, I, I can't hope anything on Fizdale because he's he's going to make all of us fantasy owners of any player of that team give us a hard time. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like he 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 ran um, hit he ran uh, Marcus Morris, Portis, Barrett, and Randall into the ground last night. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like they all got in the upper the upper thirties, and then yeah, I'm not going to mention uh, your boy DSJ, but he definitely <laughs> he. He definitely did him dirty, you know. I'll just say that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's funny, like Peyton got Peyton got twenty six minutes, and Dennis Smith got ten. I can see the exact opposite having, you, you know, like happening tomorrow. Like you, like as you've been saying. I mean, Fizdale, man, he's volatile. You know, like you never know with him. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. man. Yeah. So. Man, uh, I think that's all the news we have for today. So I'm going to pass you the ball. And what do you have for us, Starks? Yeah, so we'll kind of co- go for some of these games. We're getting closer to close up shop here. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. So yeah. uh, we'll jump into the Atlanta Detroit game. It looks like they closed up shop there. Atlanta finished up 117, Detroit 100. And I'm going to be honest with you. We started a dynasty league. And I think it's because when we start, when I do dynasty leagues, I try to do it right after the NBA season, just to make all the GMs and owners think a lot harder in, outside the box. And this is one of the moves I was regretting. And I, I can, and I believe I, I'm probably going to be regretting it here. And it's Trey young, man, mm, an explosion Trey. game tonight. Trigger Trey, man, <laughs> 38 <laughs> points, seven Ooh. rebounds, nine assists, a steal, 10 for 12 at the 
charity stripe, mm. six snipes, and he was efficient 11 for 21. Listen, now I picked in that dynasty format that we did right after the NBA season, I ended up picking Donovan Mitchell ahead of him. And I'm going to be honest with you, it looks like, and I'm sure if I put a poll out there, I'm sure everybody would pick Trey Young. It makes sense. I think I am potentially leaning that way but i mm. obviously it's too early to, to say but the thing is about trey young what i can what i could back up to at least what i thought last year i felt like people were giving him uh they, i wouldn't say they forgot about him but it's like they didn't think he was that good and i was like man he's definitely worth a player that could be good on in a mm-hmm. fantasy team and then as time progressed on in the season he started killing in a good way and at the end of the season he was looking better than uh, look at at, at, one, at some points of the season. So um, there could be – I wouldn't be surprised. Right now, you're probably going to pick Luka. But in a dynasty format, mm-hmm. as time progresses on, one of the questions that might be ran is Trey Young or Luka. That could huh. potentially happen, and that could yeah. be scary. But I'm not going to say he's on that level yet in a dynasty format, but that is something to look at. Um, you know, I'll pass you the ball. What's your thoughts on that in, in, in as far as Atlanta goes for tonight? Yeah, I'm going to say as long as long as Trey Young is in this offense, he's going to produce. I mean, he's always going to have those high turnovers, but oh mm-hmm. my goodness, you know, you know, thir- uh, 38 points, he went to the free throw line 12 times. I mean, his usage rate is insane. So, I mean, yeah. uh, you can definitely you can definitely make that argument. Um, uh, I think he got that steal towards the end of the game and I remember seeing his stat line uh, at least at halftime with no steals and no blocks, like, you know, like none of those stock stats. And I'm like, ah, see, like, it's great. Like the points and the assists and rebounds, it's wonderful. But out of your point guard, I would really love at least a steal or two, you know? So I'm very happy that he got that steal for sure. Um, and I was actually able to pry him away from an owner last year in a dynasty league. Cause whoa, um, nice. Yeah. 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 He had a huge game. And so he, and so he was off limits, but then he had a dud <laughs> of a game where he went two for like 18. Perfect. Like 10. Yeah. 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 With like <laughs> turnover. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, so, uh, what do you think about Trey Young now? And you know, you know he's definitely <laughs> like, uh, he, he's definitely like an owner of like, what have you done for me lately? So if you guys know that about your owners, pounce on that. You know, oh, the white knight was was uh <laughs> greasing up some wheels over there. Yes, I love it. <laughs> License to deal, man. Just give me some ammo. <laughs> yes, yes. So a little bit more on the Atlanta side of things. So John mm-hmm. Collins had a nice little double double, eighteen and ten, two steals mm-hmm. and a block. Um, he did took he took three snipes. Now, one player I definitely want to talk about real quick that I think is going to be, uh, and maybe you can agree or you can correct me if I'm wrong here because you're mm-hmm. the point specialist here, Jacob. Mm-hmm is uh, DeAndre Hunter. I think he could be a pretty good points uh, a person in leagues. He got 25 mm-hmm. minutes. Hopefully they give him more run. You know, what's your thoughts on Hunter, man? Yeah, I like Hunter. Um, he's definitely like an end of your bench. Uh, he's yeah. like a flyer right now for sure. But I like that he's starting. I mean, like, that's just, you know, like that's just like a number one. Even if he falls into like a lucky stat at first when he begins the game, I mean, you know, like that's, you know, like that's going to be, valuable i mean uh so he went five for eight uh he's efficient he he got a few rebounds and now he should get more steals and steals are gold in um a points league you know like he should be getting steals uh i think tonight was an anomaly i think he'll average a little over one like i can see like 1.2 steals um but yeah as long as he's getting those minutes and opportunity i can definitely see him being an asset in a points league for sure if if at the very least a streamer, but I'm sure he's already owned in your leagues. 
um, or at least I think he's owned in half half of Yahoo leagues. But I w- I would definitely check the waiver and see if he's out there and just give him a shot since he's starting. Nice, nice. I'm I'm a, I'm in agreement with you on here and looking on the Detroit side of things. Uh, this looks like Andre Drummond, man. Listen. 21-12-2, four steals and a block. Last night, as you know, Jacob, mm-hmm. he exploded. You Oof. know, And one thing that I, I, me and LT was talking about is the free throws. He, he's making them, but I mean, this is too early to say that he's just changed his life around the charity stripe, but he was <laughs> five for six at the charity stripe. Yeah. And, uh, you, know, I, you know, you might have not caught this yesterday, Jacob, but I just kept saying, like, John, or not DeAndre, but Andre Drummond, I feel like it's like it's. I don't know what it is when the, when it comes to the fantasy community. It's like we kind of like. It's not that we forgot about him, but it's like mm-hmm. we don't put him to the upper enchilada with like the top five players in in fantasy because I, of course you know you're going to basically be punting. Obviously, in a points league, that's different. You're going to put the the max premium on him because he's a oh, top yeah. five pick. But oh, yeah. when it comes to like dynasty and redraft formats, it's a little different. But, you know, if you're okay with punt, man, honestly, he goes in the first round. No, it's ands or buts about it. But in a lot of leagues, he just typically goes, if late in the first round, which is rare, or, mm-hmm. you know, in redraft format, he typically goes in the second or third round. Dynasty formats, it's almost similar to that, too, because it's like, I want the new, I want the new car. I want the new spicy car. Mm-hmm. You know, any spicy thing that I can get my hands on. But Drummond is a spicy player. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, you know. But... Obviously, this also comes on the heels of Blake Griffin being out, so that could be the cause right. too. But honestly, Andre Drummond is 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 a legitimate guy that gets you that twenty twenty vision games at any point in time, the twenty points and twenty rebounds at any day, and he had thirty plus and twenty plus yesterday. So, in um, looking real quick on the Detroit side of things, also again, is I'll pass you the ball on uh, Bruce, your, your boy Bruce Brown, and touch up on Derrick Rose too. No. All right, all right. I'm not going to. Okay, so Bruce Brown Jr. He's mm-hmm. a good defender. He yeah. he mostly is going to help your team by getting those steals and being efficient on the field. He's not going to carry your team in points. He's not going to <laughs> yeah. take those threes. Um, so if any of you think that Brown's like the next coming, please don't. <laughs> please don't misunderstand me. Like I do like him in no. a very good format. You know. As like a you know like a defensive specialist, um, but yeah, he did have a terrible game. I mean, like he only played 17 minutes, uh, one for three for two points, two rebounds, like nothing special at all. Um, and he actually ceded a lot of minutes to Derrick Rose and Langston Galloway uh, and Kennard. So I mean, like the second unit got a lot of run this game. Um, so I think I think Bruce Brown didn't get a lot of run because. The Hawks play such a fast-paced offense that they wanted. They wanted also to combat that with more fast pace, you know. And Derrick Rose and Galloway and Kennard—they're much fast. I mean, I assume they're much faster than Bruce Brown, and they trust <laughs> him for for their offense more than Bruce Brown, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna steal the ball. You you know who does? You know who doesn't like Bruce Brown, man. <laughs> Who is that? Hey, man, LT the Sage is like, man, Bruce nah. Brown, he don't like you. Oh, he said that he sucks. I think, well, I don't think he said he sucks, but he just felt <laughs> like, I think he said he's just not good. But I was like, man, you're being too hard on him. I, I honestly, I think, I think, like you said, he does bring value, honestly, 
and let's not forget, I know it's the summer league and preseason, but he had like low end triple doubles. That's yeah. not to say he's going to do that because yeah. obviously there's a lot of players that's going to uh, formulate through the offense. But, you know, that's where mm-hmm. we're at. Uh, but, you know, that's I, I don't think he's a bad player at all. You know, so that's where <laughs> I stand with that. And then we'll kind of transition to one more game. We didn't get to the uh, Clippers and, and Golden State game, unfortunately, because I didn't play. But we wanted to, to record earlier for you guys. Mm-hmm. And this and this game is not over yet. It's Milwaukee and Houston. But it looks like it looks like Mil- Milwaukee might close up shop here. Uh, I'll go ahead and pass you the ball and, and wherever you want to tap into this uh, to this game here, White Knight. Absolutely. The first thing that pops pops here is Giannis has a triple double. Oof, um, yeah, that's rare. I don't see him. I you know you know those assists. Um, correct me. Correct me if I'm wrong. But has he ever got? I mean, like I don't think he's ever gotten a triple double. Has he? I think he has, but I, I'll, okay. I have to check into that, man. You might be right. I mean, I mean that's that's insane. If he's acting more as a facilitator too, I mean that's. <laughs> only going to add to his game. I mean, I love it. Uh, I don't love the free throw, 6-4-11, but I'm sure he's just, you know, he's just trying. Uh, you know, oh, he fouled out. Okay, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's just that's just a monster game. 30 points, 11 assists, 13 rebounds, one steal, and one block uh, with two threes. I mean, you know, 11 for 17 from the field. I mean, what more can you say about him? I mean, you know, you know that's incredible. And then on the flip side, Crick, Chris Middleton was extremely inefficient, even though he's, <laughs> he's still he still got you stock stats with the steal mm-hmm. block, eight rebounds, three threes, but four four for sixteen. That's uh, that's a tough pill to swallow, Starks. Yeah, absolutely. And let me just also highlight real quick on Greek Freak there. Uh, I think we must have been living under me. And you must have been living under a rock because he had fourteen triple doubles in his career, including My tonight, bad, which would guys. be fifteen. No, that's my bad, too. I, I wasn't sure either. So he didn't have. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, you know, you know, I hope the listeners can forgive me here. I'm sure they're like, whoa, you know, like freaking out. at no. you know, like, I'm sorry. It's just like it's not very it's not very normal to see him get those triple doubles because he usually has a ton of points and rebounds with those stock stats. But, you know, it's just, you know, like a welcome sight for me. No, it's okay, man. We we can be blind to sometimes. It's like people can be blind to believing Derrick Rose is still an MVP player for Ooh. some reason. Obviously, you know, I, uh, those sorry. are Bulls fans. Ugh, yeah. Oof. So I mean, uh. here's here's another thing too, which I hope Greek Freak can get better at is that free throw charity stripe. Now, he, although yeah. he had a good game, he was six for eleven at the charity stripe. Not too good, mm-hmm. but this that's something you should expect. But it looks like the game is finalized, so we can kind of. It ended up being 117 Milwaukee beating Houston. Uh, you already touched up on Middleton, which was good. Uh, Eric Bledsoe, that's kind of weird. He only had 15 minutes. I, I wanted to know if he maybe Ooh. got hurt during this game or something. I mean, he had three fouls. I was thinking maybe he was in foul trouble, but that wasn't the case. And he was inefficient too, four for 12. Um, Ilya Sova <laughs> had a had a low double double uh, in there. He finished he finished oh, the game, wow. which was interesting at eleven and uh, eleven points, eleven rebounds. And mm-hmm. let me just uh, ISO this real quick. For some reason, I picked him as my last pick. This is like I think I don't know how deep that league. It was like three hundred and fiftieth in a dynasty format. George, <laughs> George, this is George just, Hill. Yeah, George Hill. This is just dirty. <laughs> I feel so. I feel so dirty on the inside picking him up. But just for him to get thirty minutes, yeah. You know these aren't these ain't beautiful stats. But I'm going to take him. Eight point six assists and two steals. 
and he hit mm-hmm. two snipes. I'm I'm cool with that. And yeah. also, what I'm cool with is he had the, he had the highest plus minus rating on the court for Milwaukee at plus fourteen. So that just makes me laugh so hard. Listen, if there's one thing about me when it comes to fantasy. Listen, we want to give you guys the content, but at the same time, I, I think some people take it too serious where they get mad. I like to enjoy and have fun. And what I mean by that is I like to have a player from random times that does good mm-hmm. and use them against your opponent. Someone that it, it formulates in my mind is someone like Vince Carter. It, you know, Jacob talks about streaming. It's important to stream. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get excited to stream someone like Vince Carter one day. And if yeah. he has, it's just a big what if. If he explodes and has like 20 points with like five snipes, I'm going to be laughing all the way home. And that's what I like to enjoy <laughs> to use some old veteran type of guys or any, any oldie but goodie that gets the job done. Because as Jacob was saying, man, it doesn't have to be sexy. It doesn't have to be spicy, but the production mm-hmm. is key. And that's, what's going to get you championships. So um, with trans, uh, I'll go ahead and transition to the Houston side of things. And looking at this game, P.J. Tucker is always getting the minutes there, and right. he didn't have a too bad of a game. 17.7 rebounds, a, a steal, and he hit five three-pointers, and he's That's one of those. Game. Yeah, that is actually a great game. He's always underrated in, in yeah. leagues, and you're always going to be able to cut the, the biggest coupon, and sometimes he's, a lot of times he's going to be on your, your waiver, waiver wire. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll go ahead and pass you the ball and touch up on you know everybody else that needs to be highlighted on this game. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so... Harden, woof. I mean, like two for 13, uh, one for eight from three. But, of course, as Harden does his Harden things, he was 14 for 14. Yes. So, I mean, that's, you know, like he pretty much won you your free throw percentage, you know, yes. you know for this week. You know, like with 14, with 14, 14 assists, um, you know, seven turnovers. But, I mean, like the free throw is – incredible um and you know the first game with russell and harden i mean like they both got they both got the middle 30 minutes um in this game russell went seven for 17 he was seven for 11 on free throws so he got to the line a lot um with 16 rebounds and 24 points uh and seven assists so you know in a points league i mean like they're both still living up to the first round first uh first round value as far as as far as this game goes and if this game is any sort of um any sort of trend i mean they'll they'll be just fine um now you know for a categories leagues the field goal percentage is not ideal but a points league westbrook and harden are definitely going to return first round value as long as he's healthy um i'm going to pass you the ball there starks what else are you seeing no, you you touched up on everything that needed to be touched up on. I was looking for someone else on here that sticks out. Just Clint Capella, thirteen points, twelve rebounds, and three slaps, three blocks. Also, um, you know, which right. yeah. So th- he did, you know, he did pretty good. Um, you know, no nothing else really stands out. Eric Gordon did his Aaron Gordon, Eric Gordon things. <laughs> uh, four for eighteen. Uh, yeah. Made three snipes, eleven points, one rebound, and, and empty empty stats behind that. So <laughs> that's it. Uh, so we'll kind so of he's just train- living behind that three-point line now, huh? That's all. Man, man, that's all he's doing nowadays. Take jacking up eleven of them too, as well. <laughs> okay. So we'll kind of tra- we'll tra- we'll kind of transition to the clutch shot here, and uh, actually, it's, it's this is perfect. So I'll go ahead and take the the one of the early clutch shots here, mm-hmm. and this is a guy that I've been speaking about in a dynasty format format, 
and is Bruno Fernando for the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, he had 14 minutes this game with one three-pointer, seven points, and three rebounds, and two assists. I'll say it like this. To him, for him to get that many minutes to me already, they were already they, they were they were mentioning that he was on the trend of getting 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, see if you could actually start dialing up a GM. So if, if you're in a dynasty format, I'm reaching out to a GM and trying to try to buy him. I'm trying to trade to get him because Alex Lynn, I do like Alex Lynn, don't get me wrong, in a redraft format, but the speed that they're they're going at a fast pace in Atlanta, he may not be able to keep up. And I know Jacob had mentioned that 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 you know he asked me he's like you know Starks, are you kind of concerned about the fast pace of you know with the ailing injuries with Alex Lynn that follows behind him? And and I can attest to that. Like yeah, I am kind of concerned with that. And it's obviously the youth movement. So maybe that you know. With that being said, I think they're going to start utilizing him a lot sooner than later. And honestly, as Jacob would say, have him watch your on your watch list. And to be honest with you, if you're in a deep redraft or points league, um, I'm, I'm willing to pick him up. And that's my clutch shot uh, here. What, what, do you, what, what, what you say there, uh, Jacob? Absolutely, man. That was clutch. Um, my clutch shot uh, is to be on, is for all of you listeners out there and all of you um, supporters of New Life Fantasy. Just be just be on the lookout uh, Sunday morning. Um, I'm going to or. We're going to have our streamer streamers article there um, for you to uh, to take a look at. So if you're in uh, in a points league, a categories league, a daily league, uh, a weekly league, <laughs> um, you know, like, make sure. <laughs> yeah, I just now got that. Now go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I had to put that one in there. Um, but the permanent market. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? You know, like if you're streaming uh, and you need a player, like you know, who's playing like three games or four games, or who's playing on those off days, like Stark says, you know, like those slow game Tuesday Thursdays. I'm going to have that for you. I'm going to have the top the top twenty the top twenty streamers, just like I had last week. So please be on the lookout for that on Sunday morning, uh, and uh, and let's win a championship together. Yeah, absolutely. And then I'll just take one additional clutch shot is mm-hmm. uh, I appreciate the work that, you know, Jacob is actually he's, he's pushing out these blogs and he is doing the streamers and the waiver. So please be on the, the lookout on that. And I do mm-hmm. the little the little nice art behind it. So you guys, we, we want to try yeah. to mix things up and, uh, you know, give you guys the great content that it's out there. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's humbling that uh, the White Knight has is, is been a big contributor to this team. Um, it's good that LT has joined the cast as well. So, you yeah. know, the Sage, I think he mentioned he's going to work on the article of uh, the, the Sage Eye, something like that this Sunday. Yeah. So that's going to be an interesting thing if he can get it done. Mm-hmm. So um, you guys, again, make sure you guys, here's the commercial, check out newlifefantasy.com. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you guys subscribe to Take a Ride podcast. Uh, join the mailing list on newlifefantasy.com and also join as a member. It's all for free. It helps us to keep things going and, and to provide you guys content um and then you can find me on my twitter handle it's at starks underscore industry you can also find me on instagram one closing hero ask me questions at any time and i'll try to get to you at a prompt time uh where can i find you at there jacob you can find me on twitter at ain't done yet and done is spelled d-u-n-n-e uh follow me and let's win together guys All right, man. You guys have a uh, God-blessed day and uh, have a good evening, morning, afternoon, and take a ride.